fucking put the recording yeah. thing on top of my soda. Yeah. That's dumb. It's going to cause a problem later. Right, when I have to pick it up. Yeah. Or, like, invariably when, for some it's reason, really... the alarm goes off. It'll really yeah. screw with the sound if you have to pick up the phone. <laughs> well, you could have propped it up on the top of the whiskey bottle and the weed jar, but that would have been twice as bad. That's that all been... cattywampus, and we're going to use both of those things later. Well, exactly my point. So, I, I the Jesus candle... I... <sighs> I don't get it. I don't understand the point of these. Uh, I mean, it's like I get, a prayer. Right, I get that they're candles. Yeah. But. You know, Bon Jovi, like Bon Jovi said. Living on a prayer? Halfway there. Oh. Okay, you don't understand the Jesus part of it. You do understand the candle part, right? I want to, We don't want to have to explain everything. Yeah, no, I get the candle. I get how the candle functions. <laughs> and I understand the concept of Jesus. I understand the concept of using Jesus as like a. As is a this like Jesus you, is the light of my life? <laughs> is that what this is supposed to mean? Like Jesus is lighting up my world? He's providing me a minimal amount of heat? No, it's an old Catholic thing. It's, they have like candles for all the saints. Oh. Yeah, I really have no idea. I'm so non religious. It's. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think at some point the church thought we could really make some money on candles. If we yeah. Just, they're they're, they're like, hey, dude, have you seen the fucking Star Wars movies? It's all about the marketing. Oh, yeah, it, it is. It's all about the merch. Oh, fucking speaking of Star Wars, did you hear Disney's buying Fox? I did like see. Like the movie assets at least? Yeah. Well, they already own Star Wars. Right, but they're buying Fox now. So that means they'll own for $54 billion if it goes through. With a B. That's, well, they are the happiest place on Earth because those are some rich money. It basically means they're going to own like every movie. Like There will be like very few movies that have no Disney influence if they get that. And I'm fucking bummed about that. Because as cool as it is to have Star Wars movies right now, and it is in a way very cool, I'm kind of nonplussed with them. Well, I, I like, think it also means though that like, wait, does, Disney doesn't own Netflix, does it? They don't, as far as I know. Not that yet. means that the movies on Netflix are about to get a whole lot cooler. Hopefully, yeah. Like, the one thing that I hope this means is that something good will happen to the X-Men franchise. Well, you you know the whole deal with that is, is I think it was Sony that owns them. Is it? I thought it was I think, Fox. No, I think it's Sony it that owns Sony. the X-Men. It is Sony, and that's and why it's terrible. That's why it's terrible, exactly. And all those days well, of future Marvel, past... If ones, Marvel can get back enough of the franchise, they're fixing all that shit. It's the only thing that bums me out about the Infinity War coming up. Yeah. Is that they don't own the X-Men, so there's going to be like a chunk at least like how are you gonna get it's okay you can grab your fucking coat bro i really like that you guys are tippy toe though that is just i wish this i wish that was on video just for me yeah well i mean very respectful sorry to even bring it up i apologize uh that was brandy and alex or bralix as she's taken to calling them what? Bralix. Bralix. That sounds like a, not the least bit surprised Brandy gets first like, billing in that deal. Well, sounds yeah. like a gritty hand soap. 
Bralix. <laughs> I'll tell you, living there and you scrub your living mouth with out with it, Bralix. Living with it feels like gritty hands up, dude. <laughs> she was like, "Why are you so grumpy all the time?" I was like, "Well, because when we broke up and lived apart from each other, we were apart from each other, <laughs> and now you live here with your boyfriend, basically, who doesn't pay rent but lives here." Ooh, bring it some shit up. It's all right. It's all it's all been resolved. It's just like it is, and and to be fair, like what who's who dates a person like seriously and doesn't you know what I mean? Like most people when you're dating someone seriously you spend a lot of time at their place. Maybe not as much. I have had first dates that lasted three years. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, Rachel McComb said that she let Ken come back once and then he's never left. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was well, I was actually given to somebody for their birthday once, and by the next day after their the day after their birthday, I just lived there. Yeah, I uh, fucking get it. Hey, who's that though? It's Mark Morris. No way. It's Mark Morris, yeah. and I'm Josh Tiford. If you couldn't tell by the voice, and that's Casey right. Strain. Yeah, this is the podcast of whiskey and weed. Yeah, or weed and whiskey. Weed and whiskey. Weed and Whiskey's the title. Right. But, oh, that know. reminds me. I have some... Did you figure out the guy you want to book? No, I haven't gotten back to any. Okay, well, this is the last night. We're finishing it up tonight. Finishing. Gonna have the flyer. I have the fucking rough drafts done to mm-hmm. show you. They're sick. I work with cool. a young lady named Emma, and she's a graphic designer. Really? Uh-huh. And every time I meet someone who does graphic design or art and they like to do posters, I just tell them, hey, I'm into buying $40 posters. Let me know. Like, I don't need Especially it. if you don't want something elaborate. Right. Most artists are like, yeah, I can bang that together. Yeah, cool. like for 40 or 50 yeah. bucks, I can put something together that looks nicer than what you're going to spend four hours on. And it'll take me like 35 minutes. And you're like, yeah, okay. Or an hour. I just, like, I told her, I was like, hey, keep track of how much time you put in this. Because... I want to respect that, but obviously, you know, if you put 10 hours in, I can't pay you, you know, $40 an hour. This is an event poster? Yeah. For our live weed and whiskey on January 13th at the Big Dipper. Oh, that's right. That's the show that you guys are doing that I can't go to because I've got one in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, we booked it specifically that way. I'm, you know, I'm, and I understand. <laughs> I understand. I've met me, so it's cool. I was like, I kept trying to get a date to book the show like far away so that we could have time to put it together and get flyers up inside of a month, which now we're fucked on, but not too bad. But it's pretty close. With anyway. that, I mean, just from from a business promotional standpoint, right? Nobody's gonna pay attention to those till after New Year's, New Year. right? So I think we're fine. Yeah, yeah I think we're generally, fine. Too. If you don't really pound, if you really pound promotion in the last seven days that's the attention span of most people anyway yeah. there's like there's a sweet spot of like far enough out where you people know about it but not too far where they forget when right. it comes around and so I'm not talking like the spoke comedy seven days no I understand I'm talking about a legitimate <laughs> this makes me think we should fucking talk to whoever's writing the green zone oh yeah and get in on that get some inlander fucking push 
Because we're not the only people doing live podcasts. No. But we're the only ones that are doing one themed about cannabis yeah. and whiskey. <laughs> Which I've got a great room for you guys to do that do that live podcast and except it's in Idaho, which means you would get arrested. Well the thing is we can't smoke weed at the Big Dipper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what I wanna do is like put on the poster like meet up at this place thirty minutes before the show. <laughs> meet up in my house. <laughs> Everybody meet up at my house half an hour before the show. We'll get a Uber Plus. It's like, yeah, we'll get a couple Uber, Uber Pluses. <laughs> no, but there's gotta be like a meetup hey, set. If you're well, I'm gonna be out of town. I was gonna say if if you're booking up Ubers, hey, I will like I will load people up for gas money. Well right. Dude that was <laughs> We gotta know somebody who lives downtown. Oh the wine benders live downtown? Uh, that'll just let us use their living room. Right. Of course. They'll let us bring, bring a bunch of strangers bunch of into their nice apartment yeah. so that we can smoke a copious amount of weed. It's what the parkade is for, dude. We'll just go to the top floor of the parkade. Now you told everyone. That's fine. No one that listens yes. to this podcast works at the parkade. And they don't know where the Big Dipper is either. Right. So, I mean, I feel great about everything that's happening. Yeah. Um... Oof. Well, I will absolutely be listening to that podcast after you. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's going to be... Because I think people are going to overhype it in their brains. And then... And be... then be like, oh, it's just Josh and Casey talking? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. What? <laughs> are you, now, are you going to set up like a sound system to record, or are you going to do it like you do it here? Oh, no. I think we'll set it up, try to get it off the board. I, you know what? Yeah. I don't think you should. I think you should, well, just for the, the you entertainment know really, value, go in there and, and explain how high-tech this podcast is. You know what's really nice is that we can set it up through the board, but it's perfectly easy to just put a phone in the room and see what we Yeah, I mean, for, for, for stage uh, purposes, also, also, I this, guess, would, this would be hilarious. I guess technically this isn't the first time we performed Weed and Whiskey at the Big Dipper. No, we hosted a drinking debate. Because we hosted a drinking debate as the podcast. Oh, right on. And we tried to do some live podcast up there, and it turned out no one that was there for the drinking debate was there to see our podcast. Well, I don't think anyone there or that was there to new- see the drinking debate was there to see the drinking debate either. Okay, fair. <laughs> At yeah. that point in the drinking debate history. it was There were maybe ten people there that were like, huh. about watching the drinking debate. Right. And a lot of people there doing nothing. They're like, oh. We're mad. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to record there, and it was terrible. And mm-hmm. and I will I will say that we'll put the phone up there and do they it. But it really, sounds bad. They have a really nice system. They do. So. And yeah, no, no, no. You want to pull sound off the board, but I'm just saying for the live aspect, for the visual of it, to to like oh. get all elaborate and just set yeah. the phone out. Oh, we absolutely. Bring a big, big, we should bring a big, giant, fake prop phone. <laughs> <laughs> Rotary? <laughs> well, no, because, I, I mean, you know I'm a, I listen to the podcast. I guess. Um, and you, on the other end, you, I would, unless I had not been here, right? I would never have thought that this was all being recorded off of an iPhone. And, and, and that's how I felt when I was... There was a period a couple of years ago where I was super deep into podcasts and I was listening to fuck tons of them. And I would listen to, like, Aisha Tyler's podcast and she would just record it on her phone. 
Yeah. And it would sound as good or better than people's podcasts who I knew were doing it in a studio, like a home. Like, Mark Maron has his shit dialed in. Okay, yeah. fair. But, like, Duncan Trussell, who does the Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast, he moved to some studio, and it was, like, fucking a week, or, like, I mean, like, months of, like, him, a week, a week of me listening to it. It was, like, a fucking forever in terms of a release date of him having to, like, figure out the board and get it dialed in which is very like what casey and i went through when we started to do this the second time around yeah we have like we have a mixer we have a computer we're getting all set up because we've made the mistakes yeah. we're like we had the laptop recording it and we were using like the laptop microphone because we didn't is, know better the more sophisticated you get with it the more you need someone who knows more about it See, I actually, well, you know I was talking about doing a podcast. Sure. And uh, I decided I wanted to get a really good digital recorder to do it on the road. Okay. So, I, I everybody says get the Zoom H4. Yes, if you have the money. Yeah. Get it. Well, I didn't have the money, but right. I found a guy that had a Zoom H4, mm-hmm. which is the older model. Right, just as good. Except... The difference in digital technology in from the original to this one, mm-hmm. the, new, the new version, um, you can't use an HD card for the SD card. It can't. It has to be just a standard format because the compression doesn't work. Okay. It just doesn't record. Sure. And it is impossible to buy a non-HD card now. I disagree. Dude, I've been on the internet. No. I swear to God. Even on the internet? I swear. I ordered one from Amazon. Tiger Direct? Doesn't work. It's the wrong size. Tiger Direct. I Maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I'm going to... Do you know about Tiger time. Direct? Yes, I know about Tiger Direct. Really? And they don't... Okay. But New everything, or everything is... Really? gig or larger, which is too large a capacity for the, the, the it's thing you recognize. It's or and or it's That's HD, which is a different compression rate, and it doesn't work. And I'm like, dude, I just want to sticking that in my. Zoom. I just want to interview people on the road, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe I'll just start out on my phone. What about what about going on to eBay? Check eBay. I only ask because there's got to be some asshole sitting on some. Well, I actually typed in what I'm looking for and did a global search. And on, you got nothing. And I got, I got three options, and none of them are exactly right. So I'm like, screw it. I'll just wait until I've got the two or three hundred dollars to get a new H4N. Yeah, clearly you have to, or you could get. I mean, you don't have to get the H4. They make like a H2. Well, yeah, I'm like, just. It's just got to be the newer generation, so that the. Oh yeah. The the right. the dude. Digital recording check for media. Check works. for a refurbished one. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, that's what I do. Or pawn shops. Yeah. I'm going to do a no. go, maybe a GoFundMe. I'm always doing <laughs> I don't like to go to the pawn shop, dude. It's too sad. It's where we got a really nice mic. No, it's where you got it. <laughs> and then we got and the mixer. Worked. You know you know what they sell at pawn shops? Other people's, Other people's dreams. dreams. Yes! Exactly. Yeah. Yes! Thank you. That's um, why I don't buy anything there, cause, except for like CDs and shit. I'll buy like, or a movie. Whatever, fine. Fuck you. <laughs> you pawned a movie? You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it 
the like big laser discs? No, regular like just early edition DVD. DVD of Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> Wait, you bought that at a pawn shop? Yeah, they pawn. Let's talk about who Honey the I Shrunk the Kids. No, let's talk about who the idiot is. Okay, let's talk about who the idiot is. <laughs> who doesn't want to watch a wholesome family comedy starring Rick Moran? I'm not saying I don't want to watch it. I'm okay. saying the <laughs> right. So, so hey, and the, and the wife in that movie wasn't bad. It's not Helen Hunt. No, no, no. That's <laughs> my brain. Goes, Isn't it the lady from Jurassic Park? Twister. Yes, I think it is. Could be. Could no, be. I don't know. Now I'd have to look it up, and frankly, I don't, wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to screw with I am. The neighbor's wife, I think, was hotter in like kind of a sleazy way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Casey's into. The hey, just a slight, just the tiniest hint of like a little bit of sleaze. Casey, what are you drinking? Uh, since we're back at your house, I'm going to try to polish off this Knob Creek. It's uh, quite the dewy. <laughs> straight bird. No, I wouldn't try to polish it off. It's 100 proof. Oh, yeah. Uh, and on ice, it's still very drinkable. Very I see. Nice. Yeah, I'm a little sick. No, I, I'm on the wagon these days. Yeah. Legally speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh... The paddy wagon. I was in the paddy wagon. <laughs> it's, he's he's on a different wagon in the hopes to not have to be on the paddy. Wagon. Jesus, it's so upsetting to be that dumb. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah, I it, do. It's so upsetting <laughs> to be that dumb, and you're just sitting there going like, "Fuck, really?" Because the what the reason he stopped me was because I was going 55 on Monroe, north across the bridge because. I had to get somewhere quick. I had just got those bacon potato cheddar wedges. <laughs> there was a know. very limited. There's life. a window. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> the half life of like. <laughs> so I'm. The gonna, whole time, if you've got more than 15 miles to drive, no, your possible beam is running your right. head. Right. No way, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. So. You can't reheat that. No, and that's the thing is you just can't because they're deep fried wedges. And you, what are you going to re-deep fry them? They're covered in cheese sauce. Yeah. Microwaving them heats them up using the moisture inside of them, which nullifies however crispy wet, wet they might be. Wet paper towel over the top. And then Perfect. finish finishing the broiler. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Little workaround for everybody. That actually probably would work. That's smarter. That's the smartest thing ever Casey say today. We have reached... Yeah, in this group, with uh, there is borderline genius when it comes to snack food. I believe that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's just because I work with nachos, and a lot of people take nachos to go, and I think it's the worst idea possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Nachos thought, is like, I'm going to sit down and eat small these right now. I've now, thought through all the scenarios of how you could get those home, no matter how close you live. All right, I want be, seven cups. About I want seven cups, and one I want nacho cheese sauce, and another one I want the beets. The best. And then I want, yeah. The best scenario I give people is that I put the cheese on the side and all the wet stuff on the side, and I right. say, this is now take and bake. Right. Yep. But most people don't. Like, There's only two people and their friends that are like, yeah, that's way better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I would definitely do that if I didn't need to eat them, yeah. like, on the way somewhere. Right. If you were going to, like, rip the bag open right. in a foil. Well, because you know what the biggest problem with all of that is? 
it's it's the limp dick chip. Yeah, agree. You go to you go to get that really yeah. you know the best chip. It's the one in the middle that's got just enough on the edge for you to grab it. Right, it's got but piled with the all the shit on, on it. And as soon as you get it up about six inches above the plate, well, get the it up six inches, and everything goes. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the, it's the limp dick yeah. chip. I'm not a fan of that. No. And I'm not a fan of eating nachos with a fork or spork. Although I will, because at that point it's kind of like a Frito pie. I'm sorry for those that the, the, I'm giving the the uh, visual for the audio version for the visual. I am looking at. You can look at Josh Tiford like he just. Yeah, I did. Well, that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Oh, I disagree. How the ever? fuck? Why would you ever try and eat nachos with a spork? With a spork. The parent. whole point is to have something that you can just eat to scoop all that shit up. Well, right, but then, then again, you run into the Olympic chip. Not if you eat them fresh. Wow, you don't always have that luxury. Sometimes yeah. you're at the fair or the rodeo. That's when you get the enormous corn dog because oh, the enormous corn dog is good. Up. I'm a big yeah. fan of the entire fryer basket of curly fries in a block on two paper plates. <laughs> My favorite thing about that. About the the black of fries, is people are like, how do they do it? How do they make it? So, I don't get it. How does it stay up like in form like that? And you're like, let me show you, my son. Wop. <laughs> I could. I had the I had the corn dog experience, the fresh dipped fair corn dogs in California oh. with my daughters, and somehow I ended up with the little corn dog. Yeah. And at the time, my six year old had a corn dog that was literally as tall as she was. I believe that. And I'm trying to. I, I never did figure out how that worked out. Corn dogs are why I don't go to pig out in the park anymore. Because. Because I went there thinking, like, God, if there's ever any time you should be able to get a good, hot, fresh dip corn dog, yeah. you pick out in the park. And I went there and I waited in line and I was handed a corn dog that I didn't see anyone prepare from under a heat lamp. And I wasn't <laughs> going to throw a fit because maybe it was fresh and I had missed the dip. Yeah. Like, me, you know, it's still, but it wasn't. It was shitty. And I was just like, this is exactly what I was afraid of and what I, th- what I thought I like, knew secretly in the back of my head. <laughs> I should have just fucking hucked and been like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" See, that's where I would I would pay ten bucks for a big bacon wrapped freshly made corn dog. Oh yes, absolutely Ooh, bacon wrapped, huh? Bacon well, on the outside better. of the batter? No, 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 no. You, the inside. You, so it's got to be. You kinda... wrap the dog, dip the thing, and then fry it. That's the. Now, is the bacon got to be part cooked then? It's not going to cook in the batter. Yeah, no. You're gonna have to. You, okay. You're better off like. Oven, yeah. You know what? Baking it just enough so that it's still malleable. Yeah. Oh, easy peasy. Because you got to, yeah, you got to be able to wrap it. Yeah, you cook it soft. But yeah, no, that's. I like a bacon wrapped hot dog too. This show's really difficult. Let me think about this. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me. I really gotta ponder this. No, I think I want them separate. I don't think I want bacon in my corn dog. I like it in the batter too. Maybe the bacon bits in the batter. That, that would work. That, that would work as well. That works super duper. I'm a firm believer that anything is made better with bacon in it. Well, I'm not going to tell a joke that I have, but I agree. <laughs> and I think you can get pretty inventive with what you do with bacon. It's true. That's although, true although it's like, it's also like kind of dirt. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like, true, it's better with bacon, but like, what is bacon? If you break it down, if you break it down, you're saying what you're saying is everything's better with a little more salt and a little more fat. Yeah, if it's a little saltier and fattier. I think it's better. Look at this soup use some butter and some salt. Oh, I am a short, fat. fat comedian. Hey man. So I am fatty and salty at the same time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I bet if we took your belly off and cured it, it'd be great. I'm thinking you could probably make anything just a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I slice a bit of that off. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking my ex-wife would agree. <laughs> <laughs> In a cannibal situation, it's a hard... That's a hard balance. See, do you in, choose, this, in this do you group, eat the heaviest person no. first? No. No, no, no. no. I, in it. this room, I'm sorry that I would go for Casey because you know oh. that's well marbled meat. Right. Mark and I have too much fat content. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'd be, I'd almost probably be grisly. You know, whereas like <laughs> you'd have like a nice marbling. Yeah, you'd be like a fair Delmonico fat. steak. Delmonico. Jesus. <laughs> And it's already cured because of <laughs> Yeah, there's plenty of it's been pickled for years. It's been in a brine. It's been in a brine for that 15 a years. Bourbon barbecue sauce? No, no, that's just the flavor of the meat. It's the natural uh, flavor of the fat in that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was barrel aged. No, we cooked it in his stomach. It was just full <laughs> full of bourbon. So oh, Mark, how's life? How's the holiday? Um, what holiday? I don't do holidays. Okay, I good. just do I just do regular days. Regular days. Um actually it's good. I just got off of three nights hosting out at Jokers. Oh yeah. Which yeah. was cool. Down in Richland, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, Jokers. Actually uh it was semi professional. It is. Yeah. It is semi professional. Jokers is a good room to go to if you miss Uncle D's. <laughs> I can't well, disagree with that. I think there's a lot of places that are. That I agree. I I'm not saying yeah. it's the only one, right. but if you were like, "Fuck, I don't," I gotta get to a grimy little place. It's kind of like the comedy where, Cheers. Yeah, where like it feels like you're in Hilliard, kind of like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Richland just is Hilliard as a whole. Yeah. No, I got that. I got that. I was a little bit nervous in that town up until last night. Yeah, but it's a fun little spot, and you sounded like at least your feature was competent. Yeah, no, the guys, the guys, the feature and the headliner were funny. They were good. I mean, the person I hosted for the feature, I hosted for Todd Armstrong, and then the feature was not good. Uh, it was rough. It was. Hmm. It was the including open mics. It was the most times I've ever heard someone say, what else? Oh, wow. What else? What else? What else? What else? I can say say this much. Friday night after the show, a group of people that were in the show afterwards walking by, did not see me sitting there, and I heard them say, wow, this is the first time in a long time all the comedians on stage were funny. I buy that. So, you know what? I'm going to just take that as a win. I would. Because that's another way this room is similar to Uncle D's. Hmm? <laughs> Everyone's funny. <laughs> Everyone's funny. No, there's a lot. Of it. Jokers is like, you know, it's a place to get into it. Like, to get into the game. 
And so there's a lot of varying skill levels. Like right. it's definitely not an A level room, but no, that's, no, no, but no. that's great. Yeah, it's awesome because you know, like I would love to, but I'm definitely not featuring any A level rooms. <laughs> you know, what I'm I mean? not even I'm not even hosting the open mic at the only A level room nearby. So right, so I'm not you know gonna get on that thing soon, but I could fucking feature at Joker's. Based, yeah. based on the feature I saw, I have no problem. Because I, I already know this, and she didn't, but the people in Richland don't give a fuck about traffic in Los Angeles. No. Yeah, that's... I find idea. that hard to believe. I, you know They what? seemed really interested in the, in the feature's neighborhood when, when he talked about it this weekend. Really? No. No, not okay. I was like, "Damn, dude, that's crazy." He must be great, because <laughs> this girl was Wait, just was like, it "Mr. Rogers' neighborhood." This girl was, was just like, like, "Man, traffic in L.A." And these people are like, "Yeah, traffic in L.A." We're in fucking Richland, lady. Yeah, no. L.A. Washington, <laughs> Louisiana. Do you mean in Louisiana as a whole? That's right. Those are the, that's the last. I don't think. Even people in L.A. want to hear jokes about the traffic in L.A. No, yeah, I they think don't. they've probably heard about all of those. Yeah. <laughs> when you live in it, there is nothing funny about it, trust me. No, and, and ugh, actual traffic. <laughs> it's so infuriating. Spokane has some traffic, but not like... Let me tell you about snowbanks. Oh, God. What's going on over there? Going this way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you going to go in the bathroom and smoke weed? Yeah. <laughs> I like that you guys smoke weed in the bathroom. Put your head in the dryer when will you, you exhale. Will you? Yeah. Will you do me a favor and roll a towel up below the door and make a zoom tube out of a paper towel tube and dryer sheets? I don't know what any of that means. Spoof. This is how you they use call to like, it spoof. We call it a zoom tube, but that's also not what it really is. But like, so it's how you don't get caught by your parents. Is you. Go in the room with a fan, oh, wait, and you roll the towel up below the door, and then you blow the weed out. Like you take like a yeah. paper towel tube or a toilet paper tube, yeah. and you stuff it full of dryer sheets, and you exhale through that, and then it just smells like dryer sheets. Yeah. No, if you yeah. um, Google, uh, you know, like toilet paper tube dryer sheet, mm-hmm. like, there's like a Reddit thread, and the first comment says like, "Here, here, we can smell it." <laughs> yeah. Sounds like weed and dryer sheets. Yeah, but, as, <laughs> but to be honest, as a parent, when you realize that they've gone to that much trouble to right. try, you got to kind of leave them alone for a minute and give them credit. It's right. like, you hey, just, at least they're trying it. Yeah. You just walk heavily by the door a couple times, so hopefully they get it. Yeah, and then you're like, them. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget the first time I was, I was at a barbecue and my dad shows up. And the joint, that's just as the pipe and joint are, like, passing in opposite directions at me. <laughs> and he looks at me, and I just looked at him and shrugged my shoulders, grabbed <laughs> them both, took a hit from each, and kept them going. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, I, I mean, think it's less yeah, disrespectful yeah, to just say, <laughs> hey, I do this, right. than to try and play it off. Because I know damn well he's watched me try and not be... Terminally loaded right. in his living room many times. Fair. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I got to. He looked at me and he gave me that kind of shrugging nod, like, "Yeah, okay, I get it." I knew this was going on. <laughs> I think years later he even said, "You know, I I had to kind of respect you that moment. At least you didn't try to bullshit me." <laughs> so. I agree. 
Own your behavior. Like, well, and at the time, I was a grown-ass man, so it's not Oh, like, yeah. It's, you weren't yeah. like 16. I mean, like, well, fuck it, Dad. Here we go. I, yeah. I can remember the first time I smoked weed with my dad. It was weird. I couldn't, I st- would not smoke weed with my dad. I drank with my dad once. Uh-huh. But my dad's not a drinker, so it was like... Oh, you know, we had right. a drink right. and then parted company because he was done, and I most definitely was not. You're like, yeah, thanks for even like not even warming up. <laughs> this was this was nice, Dad, but I gotta go because right. I got some work to do. Right. I, <laughs> thanks for even getting me started. If I hadn't had this one, I might be fine. But guess what? That's how I kind of got there. <laughs> so it, I don't know. I don't, I do not understand people who are like, eh, I'm just going to have a vermouth, call it a night. A vermouth? Yeah, like. Well, that's not a good. <laughs> bullshit, dude. Bullshit. You, you calling Andy McDowell a liar in Groundhog Day? I have had tasted really good Sweet vermouth, vermouth. But they're not readily available. That really Amaro goes. vermouth? That it's really not as much day. about the vermouth as it is about toasting to world peace. I agree. Two world peace. Peace on earth and good world towards men. Two world peace. Yeah, peace. Uh, we're smoking Royal Kush today, which is uh, it's out of the UK or something. Nope. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> uh, if there was only one weed I could smoke, that would be the one. Oh, desert Island weed. It's my Desert Island weed. Wow. Yeah. And it's, like, rare to get, if that makes sense. It's a low yielder. I'm from a different generation. I right. Mean, you can actually go shopping No, no, I'm talking about as a, as a grower. Yeah. The plant itself doesn't produce a, a, ton of, a bunch it, of buds. Right. It just doesn't put, make a lot of... Like, some plants put up tons of buds, because that's what their genetics do. This doesn't. It, like, takes the plant's energy and really crunches it down into, like, a really aromatic, perfumey... Okay. It's... I... There's something about this that, like... It was the first strain of weed where any time blindfolded, if you put this in front of me, I would know. Like, I will know. I will always know. I've trimmed enough of this. I've helped grow enough of this when I worked at the farm. Like, I know this shit. I know what it... And it's like really pretty too when it grows because it's not like dark purple. It's like forest green with like tinges of purple in it. Okay. It's really pretty and it gets like, I don't know, just really amazingly good herb. But it doesn't make like if you treat if you had this and a strawberry cough plant and you treated them the same, the royal would make less weed. It just would. It's, it's just a lower yield yeah. kind of... And yeah, so a lot of times growers are like... Fuck, dude, I don't want to mess with that. You know, because if you can only grow so many plants, you want to get the most return you can get. I fucking right. get that. Let's see, I, I, I yeah, you came during from, a time when... It was field If you weed. were lucky, you would hear of somebody that had really good weed. Right. And you were willing to travel to get it. Now let me ask you a question. When you got really good weed back then, what did it look like compared to today's weed? Like, did it look like today's weed? 
Or did it look good? I mean, did it look noticeably better? Like, oh yeah, like, no, yeah, nightmare. you can absolutely tell, <laughs> right? So um, like, it might. And then there's even levels within that. Like, I remember one time me and a buddy got a care package from somebody he knew in, in Thailand, Cambodia area. Oh, no. That was just you got a legit. Time it stick. was. It was, and it was so opium laced that all you could do was cook with it. <laughs> and man, those are four day brownies. Yeah, no those sure are they were. fucking four day brownies. It's like I'm going to give brownies. you one small brownie, right? But you cannot have anything you have to do the rest of this week, right? <laughs> that was, um, yeah. That's the thing that's missing from today's culture. I think that doesn't really. I don't know how to like say like I'm not like trying to push this on people. But I feel like if it were around, we might be better able to deal with the opioid crisis. And that, to me, is opium. Because it's like, if people were given something to actually understand how this affects your body, as opposed to like just these Percocets... Like, I think the problem with society today is you can't get quaaludes anymore. You know what? I don't know to disagree with that. I don't. I've never. It was that. Clearly. It was that really good mellow introduction to that opioid type of a oh. a situation. Okay. Um. There was a reason why they were a panty dropper drug, and they. Oh. There was not that huge negative backside to it. It's like you could do a couple of leads tonight and then go. To a high hard business meeting tomorrow afternoon with zero interference. And would they just relax you? Um, they, yeah, they would. It would be, it'd be like concentrating really good whiskey and letting it age to perfection. Sure. Yeah, that kind of a thing. My oh. personal opinion. But uh, now, dudes, huh? All right, all right. If you're a chemist who's listening to this, make us some lutes. <laughs> Send us some lewds, care of weed and whiskey. Put it in a whiskey bottle. Yeah. Make, put some lewds in a whiskey bottle and just leave them out in West Central Spokane. I'll know where to look. <laughs> I'll know There's where to three look. three spots. Yeah. The nose knows. Right. The nose knows. <laughs> Trust Put them by the truck that set, has the bumper sticker that says, Liberals are the most dangerous group in America. <laughs> That guy's not gonna touch him. <laughs> I walk by that truck every that's, fucking day. That's the guy on the. He's that's the guy that on the other side has the the, the Trump Pence sticker, right? No, no. I mean, the truck doesn't drive. It's it's you know. I mean, it's on. Uh, it's lifted up on a jack. <laughs> that's that's a even better like yeah. picture. <laughs> right. Uh, you'll know which truck to leave the lewds by. Trust me. Right on. That's. It's all jacked up for you. Just leave it it underneath. (laughs) Leave it by the jack. And anybody else that's listening to this, just in case that happens, you are now on the most interesting scavenger hunt of your life. Yeah. Drop a plumb bob under the uh, transmission. Make sure it's straight down from the tranny. Right. I don't know if we're going to find this thing, but if you don't know what a plumb bob is. Yeah, it's like geocaching. Yeah. But for poor people. Yeah, and not cash. <laughs> well, I mean, you make some cash. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, like, there's nothing better after a hard weekend of going out than waking up on Sunday and, like, 
having a, making yourself breakfast and then you load a bowl and you put just like a little tiny piece of opium on that bowl and you smoke that and it gets you like super high but also very relaxed yeah that's that's like that and you eat your breakfast and you're just like oh my god yes and all your hangover is gone you just feel good well, it's not really gone. You just no, exactly. You just don't feel it anymore. Yeah, you just don't even notice anymore. Yeah, that uh, was for me like the anti-nausea uh, properties of cannabis was what got me into smoking every day because I was drinking too much in college and I was hungover constantly, and I'd wake up and smoke a bowl and feel like a million fucking dollars because I didn't feel like sick, vomity anymore. Yeah, for me it was I would drink such. Rot gut horrendous shit Oof, rough. that yeah. you have to just mellow out throughout the evening to, just to keep everything flowing. Sure. Snake bites and snake bites. Ooh. Yeah, Yukon wow. Yukon Jack Rose's line. What? And uh, the only way you survive that in. is by making sure you take yeah, you know, making sure you piss that out as soon as possible. And smoking a really good bowl at some People point. People come in and try to order that at the bar, and I say, "Now nah. I go well, first. I say why, and then I say, oh, we don't have any Yukon Jack. I can't make that. Don't be a dick. Yukon Jack is, um, you guys carry Southern Comfort. Yukon Jack is something that you should drink. If you're a drinker, you should drink it every other year, one time. That's it. Yeah. My opinion. Okay. Well, the rest, no, the rest of blue, the time, what like you do with the rest of the bottle? Whiskey liquor, yeah, supposedly it's whiskey. A, it's not blue. You use the rest of that bottle to strip yeah. the finish yeah. off of furniture. Yeah. No, it's not blue. Yeah, it is. No, uh, it's more of a green yeah. than a blue. But there, yeah, it's definitely it's got a tint. Oh my gosh! You're thinking of Canadian Hunter? No, I'm not. Okay. I very distinctly remember Canadian <laughs> Hunter. I remember <laughs> going to the liquor store in Pullman. Every time and be like, look at this fucking whiskey with the hunter on it. So, what Yukon Jack to me always looked like was somebody that drank nothing but Yukon Jack and then pissed it back into a bottle. Yeah, I had a friend. And they just recycled two different bottles. I had a friend who drove up from Canada, like from Washington through Canada to Alaska with a guy who just drank Yukon Jack the whole drive, apparently. Jesus. And ever since I heard that story, I was like, I don't think I want any part of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, no, you don't, you don't. Okay, good. Because you know how you get started drinking something like that? On a dare. On a dare. Or by mistake. I've drank it around midwinter campfires. Like, I'd take a pull of something like that on a midwinter campfire, just like Uller. You ever have Uller? Yeah. It's like peppermint schnapps and... Uh, What's the gold? What's the gold schlager? Yeah. Oh, it's like wow. peppermint and cinnamon in the same schnapps. Yeah, it's really fucking aggressive, dude. <laughs> it's real. Like if you don't know what you're getting into, you're like, oh fuck! It, I need a whack. It's uh, definitely not something I would be like, hey guys. Um, thought we could just hang out and have a nice calm evening. I brought this. Uller! That's not yeah. gonna happen. Let's camp, that is not a let's camp fire and chill kind it's of a, a pass the ball. Let's jump the fire. Right. Good so jump the fire. we answered one question. I gotta know what is your desert island whiskey? Oh man. 
Well, just I can pick one. There's always the choice of like really good whiskey you've had or whiskey you drink all the time. Mm. I guess if there was an Let's unlimited, is yeah. an unlimited amount? Right. That see that is, that's yeah. the question, right? I mean, it's, there's enough for are they you. Gonna, are they gonna like? Is there gonna be like an airlift once a month? I mean, dude, there's gonna be like there's if gonna there's be an a warehouse a month, full of it's it. It's gotta be a McCallum, right? It, there's gonna uh, be. It's not gonna be a Scotch. No, no, it's not. Not a, not for an American. It'd be a really good Irish whiskey, probably. Oh. But also, I like. Oh, thank you. Different whiskeys, different times of day. If it's a, if it's a desert island, and it's hot all the time. If it's, it's like six thirty in the morning, then you know you just you got to yeah. go with the lighter. Seven it's, seven. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's more of a starter whiskey. It's a desert island. It's gonna be hot all the time. Right. True. You're not gonna want like a. You're, you're definitely not gonna want like a Jim Beam. You're not going to yeah. want something that goes down fiery. I don't, I don't think a bourbon is going to be the one I want. I'd probably situation. get like a or a nice rye in that situation. Like a like <laughs> Desert a, Island? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go a little sweeter. Go old Overholt. Oh rye yeah. Whiskey. Uh That's not even that good. Like it's not like empirically like but, hey, but it's great for the, right. like for the price. I love the But also Antarctica Antarctica is a is also a desert. That's even true. It's cold. Right, and then you would want... Cold desert, I'm going to go with a bourbon. Yeah. Uh, which pro- would probably be Bullet. Oh, honestly. I was never that much of a connoisseur of any particular... Well, Rum, that's... actually, was... was Right. Ooh. How stereotypical is that? Is that? The yeah. Puerto Rican dude was way more a connoisseur of rums. I agree. There's a bunch of different really good rums. I brought... Two bottles of a five-star dark rum from Puerto Rico. Oh, that was so fucking smooth. I I took like probably thirty ounces of rum to two ounces of coke, and you didn't you could barely taste there was alcohol in the cup. But Jesus. it was, it was yeah. just a hammer. Yeah, no shit. But it was it's good stuff. Of rum. <laughs> and you can't even get that stuff. If, no, you can get it on the island and a couple of places in New York. Like, yeah, my buddy... Uh, I, I tasted some rums from a Puerto Rican place that was... The rum was aged, and it was a lot like drinking whiskey. Oh, yeah. This, like the, this stuff, the, the youngest blend of rum in the five-star dark uh, version is, uh, like, 30 years old. Jesus. And it's got blends as old as 80-plus years. Pass. But it's smooth. I believe it. I believe it. But like, give me that flirt of Kanye, man. My buddy got married in Nicaragua, and they brought some of this rum back. Because in Nicaragua, your choice of rum is flirt of Kanye. That's the choice. Yeah. Because it's state rum. And you know what? Hats off, Nicaragua. There's way worse rum. <laughs> There's totally worse rum for a clear rum. Totally palatable. I got a kick out of when I was in Puerto Rico, like here back then, mm-hmm. it was all about Bacardi. Oh yeah. There, if you order Bacardi, that's like their well rum. They're upset. Yeah, they're like, why you don't want anything good? I'm like, look, I don't know better, so give me Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want a Cuba Libre. Yeah. <laughs> in Puerto, don't say that. Yeah, you'd probably get your ass kicked. Yeah, I, I would yeah. hope. I would fucking hope so. 
so anyways, last I was ta- I was talking earlier about uh, I was nervous in Richland because yeah. there are a lot of white bearded dudes at the first two shows. Yeah, but Saturday night is salsa night. That's Wait, true. White beards or white guys with beards? Yes, both. All three. D. All three. A lot of Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, white guys, d- white guys yeah. with beards, and white guys, guys with, with white, white beards. beards. <laughs> Last night, if you beards. wanted to eliminate the Hispanic presence from the Tri Cities, all you would have to do is get rid of Jokers on a Saturday night. Right. It's intense. Salsa night, because like they're like, hey, so on salsa night, you need to get the fuck done, and you're like, okay. And then you see what's going on. And yeah. Like, there's and like at a... first, short fat Puerto Rican guy, and I'm all of a sudden I realize I'm in a room full of ladies that like short fat Hispanic dudes, but they are all followed by a herd of short fat Hispanic dudes. Yeah. My stock went at an all time high and an all time low in like oh, yeah. a thirty second period. <laughs> well, at least you had it for a second. I had hope for just a moment. <laughs> Uh, what do you got going on, Mark? Um, What's all, coming up? All kinds of shit. Well, let's I've, get going. Uh, what is this going to let talk about I don't know, man. I've got uh, Monday night is the Buzz. Monday the 18th is the Buzz Coffee ha- or Pizzeria Showcase. That's a monthly show, right? That's a monthly show. And actually, I get to be a part of the actual show and not just the host in January. Who's What's hosting? So, Steve? Steve Johnson's going to host it in January. Oh, no. January what? Third. No, not the 13th, the 15th. January 15th, Steve Johnson's hosting um, at The Buzz. On the 13th of January in Coeur d'Alene at The Hogfish, Harry Riley is headlining for me, um, and Mika Laman is featuring at uh, the first show at The at the Hogfish in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, nice. And then starting in February... I've got three nights, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, every other month going on in Rockford, Coeur d'Alene, and Cheney. Nice. So that's... Uh, Look at you saying it like you're a local now. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I get been it. all weekend working on it, I'm not going to lie. I understand. <laughs> I totally fucking get it, dude. You can't... You can't... Well, you probably can't, but it, like, it took the media and in general so long years to learn how to say Gonzaga yeah like Gonzaga Gonzaga yeah. Gonzaga like they just it's like they went to the they went to the NCAA tournament so many years in a row that finally like people are like oh it's Spokane not Spokane right and that's Gonzaga not Gonzaga <laughs> from Spokane like, Spokane yeah <laughs> Well, and not Spokane yeah. either. Spoken? No. 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 No, I was trying to give Casey a hard time for his first syllable emphasis. Spokane. Spokane. Yeah. He calls it Spokane. You can call it Spokane. You can. You're absolutely able to. <laughs> and people do. More than just Casey. Yeah. It's a thing. Just like there's I want to know how come it's Spokane and not Spokane when it's Kokanee, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Spelled almost the same. Wait, we got sidetracked. We were doing something here. It is, though, the same. I think it was just, uh... I think it was just, uh... They were like, what do you guys call yourself? 
We don't really know how our language works over here on our end, so Spokane? Yeah, well, that ends on an E. Great. Why? Ah, fuck it. I get paid per letter. Well, you British Columbia, which is what kind of where Kokanee came from. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you got British people translating from Native American into British English. So you get Kokanee. On the other end, you got um, people who are from Europe become American. Now they're speaking the American dialect of English. They go all the way across the country. They meet the Spokane tribes, and they you get the translation Spokane because they're like, we're not going to worry about the last syllable. Yeah, I'm not tripping. <laughs> it's like the difference between advertisement and advertisement. One I don't say. <laughs> One I don't say. Exactly. It's... Uh, so anyway, getting back to Mark's books. <laughs> anyway. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, what else? I know, I've got uh, two sh- the two shows in, coming up in January, the 13th and the 15th. Okay. And then uh, unless somebody wants to book me, nothing going on until February, where I'll start those three-night runs with Phil Philip Kopsinski and... By his choice, of course, Nick Tyson. Nick Tyson. Tyson's great. Um, featuring at those three gigs. Yeah. The neat thing is, I'm uh, I'm going to be able to put almost exclusively local features on a three night set of shows yeah. that'll pay two and a quarter for three nights, which is great. Which is what comics should get paid for doing a, a, a feature. I think you're slightly above scale feature even. Shh. Right, but I think that that's good. I think that's that's. I mean, I think that's good because it shows people that it's possible to achieve more than they. And they'll take it. They'll be more professional. Take it more serious. Fuck yeah, dude! Give a like, show. That's everybody likes getting paid, and the more you get paid, the more like the harder you give out. I mean, yeah. like not like I don't know how to phrase it. Like it's not like you don't give it a hundred percent when yeah. you do a show. But it's like, fuck, man, if someone's really, like, giving you an extra chunk off of what you were expecting, even, then you're like, fuck yeah. Right. This is it's hard to give a shit when you're getting paid crap. Like, right. And I mean, that's just the reality. It's nice to get any payment at all to do this. Like, this is not to be ungrateful, but it's, it's, it, it takes time, and it takes effort, and it takes, you know, years of your life, and... If you put that much time and effort into something, you deserve to be compensated when people want to use it to enrich themselves. And that's that's the that's the whole thing we're doing, is we're we're selling drinks. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. and what I'm what I've been able to do with these shows, I didn't set out to 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 book and produce anything. Right. But what I've decided I want to do with these shows is like the monthly showcase is. A development show. It's an opportunity to get paid thirty bucks right. to come out and work on that long, a little bit longer set. Right. Um, Stretch your legs. And then it also gives me a pool of comics that I get to see how they actually perform. Right. When the bigger gigs are coming up, and, and I'm looking for that feature. Right. Yeah. I just had. Um, a local comic that we all know and love talk shit about me on another podcast Just go because uh, they asked me what it took to get on one of those shows and I told them 
you got to show me you can fill their time. Right? You know. Well, I mean, I think there's kind of a, a, an admittedly understandable, but, like, still a rampant case of people overestimating the amount of time they have. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, we all have written 15 minutes of jokes if you tell them all and you say every word okay great but like that that's not having 15 minutes of jokes you know what I mean like we're talking about like a concise polished thing here that you've rehearsed that's a whole thought it's an act right and that takes time you yeah. know what I mean uh, that having been said I like the concept of having shows for people who are newer to build that though because where do you do it like I I get that you may not necessarily be ready to do the time at the buzz but like where do you take a swing at it the first time when you think you are you know what I mean if not for there yeah I mean I guess you could go to Gino's and try it but that's not the same thing per se you know it's still an open mic whereas this is like a show which is the hard part for me because I mean I'm only a couple years in and I don't have right I mean, I don't have any illusions. I'm, I'm pretty secure in, in where I'm at. I'm pretty sure I know where I am. Sure. I mean, I, I think that I can be funny, just right. like in, anybody. Well, you have game. to believe that. Um, but we're all going to have those rooms that, that you bomb in. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. That's not what I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is, is can, can you stand up there and deliver the material and fill the time because now I'm on the other end where I've got a, a venue that says hey okay we'll pay you X amount of dollars for 90 minutes worth of material right and you want to deliver the product because exactly. that's, what, that's huh. what the negotiation was uh, again I don't want to be shitty but are you done with your plugs I think I am done with my plugs do you have any social media things you yeah want to you do? can find me on Facebook at Mark Morris Comedy okay and please do because I right. need the love. Sure. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Trucker Mark M. Okay. Uh, Casey? Josh? You want to go? I can go. I just got a couple things. Okay, well, go ahead. Not much. Right. Uh, I'll be at our live podcast for sure, just so you know. Mm. I'll be there. <laughs> I was going to talk to you about On that. January 13th. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll just be there if you... If, right. Uh, if we need me, right. I'll, get okay, on, good. I'll get on the Play mic. The part of Casey <laughs> right. right. We'll, we'll uh, have the understanding. January 13th, I'll be there. Uh, and then, it's too late, but I'll be at Riddler's tonight if you guys... <laughs> people in the room want to come. If you guys can uh, get yeah, go back in time. I'm going to the Dope Show. The Dope Show. Dope Show. And then, um, I got some stuff coming up. I have a different kind of show oh. that I'm putting together for February. Oh. Uh, it's not just comedy. It's going to be a mix of things, but uh, putting that together. So keep, stay tuned for that. And I got some stuff coming up in the spring, but I don't want to right. say dates just yet. And right, as always, come to Gefy Yourself Thursday nights, 10 p.m. at Nito Burrito. Uh, we've had some good crowds the last couple weeks. So. Yeah. Come, uh, 
I'll people are listening. People I'll are listening and laugh. So that means that it'll be empty. Agreed. <laughs> we'll let everyone know to not show up. That's yeah. Just put it out there. Don't go. Stop. Yeah, you don't have to. Don't, don't do that to uh, yourself. And then just be my friend on Facebook. Under Casey Strain. Find Casey me on Instagram. Strain. They're connected. If you find one, you find the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I um, get it. Josh, you got some. Ah. Uh, got a thing. I got. I got a thing. Yeah. Uh, this coming weekend, the weekend before Christmas, I'll be. At the Spokane Comedy Club, hosting for Sultan Kazaz with Spokane's own baby legend on the feature. Who? Baby legend, Ryan McComb. Ryan McComb. Ryan McComb. Uh, So. Sweet, sweet boy. Yeah, that's going to be fun because I'm excited about the comedy from everybody on that show, myself included. You got some good stuff you're bringing I got some real weekend. good stuff I got drawn up. Some hot jokes. I got mostly good jokes. I got one real shitter in there just see, to throw a yeah, curveball. Go to the show. See if you can figure right. out which where the shitter is. Right. Come to all four shows. See which. See where the shitter is. And if yeah. you can pick it out, I'll give you a prize. <laughs> hey, hey, that must be the one he was talking about on the podcast. Right, exactly. He literally shit on the stage. Okay. <laughs> Why is he unbuckling his pants? Oh, I guess he's never coming back here, huh? He has no plans for the future. <laughs> uh, and then in the new year, come out to the Big Dipper on January 13th yeah. at 9 p.m. Uh, I think we're going to do a live podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more information as we draw closer. I've booked a guest. We talked about it on a podcast that we'll release after this. So that way there's something in the one that Casey and I recorded on our own that's worth releasing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Golden Deck Nuggets. Yeah. I like it. Um, And Casey's booking something, he told me, but it's, you know, it's in the ether. (laughs) It's in the ether. You don't believe me? No, I do believe you. It just, I know how you work. Yeah. Yeah. Casey works in mysterious ways, just like the Lord. Ooh. Like, but I don't have candles. Maybe no. I should get them. You should. It's, it's so, all about the oh, merch, dude. Oh, fuck, God, dude, that would be great merch. <laughs> it's all about the dude, merch. Do you with the Arnold thing, dude. Oh, yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> That's a good idea yeah. right there. Uh, and then, big nails. Yeah, yeah, you can find me on all the social medias <laughs> at shimshammy, S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. And I have Josh T. Ford on Twitter. Check it out if you want, or don't. <laughs> I don't. Do whatever you want. It's yeah. fine. I'm saving that for later if I need it. And I might, and I might not. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, other than that, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, yes. email us at weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com. Tweet us at weedandwhiskey1 on Twitter, and we're on Instagram at weedandwhiskeyspokane. But we don't really use Instagram a lot because we record on the phone and then I forget to take pictures because we get high. <laughs> Even wow. having said that now, it's going to happen in about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, anybody... Anything? Last words? Any questions, comments, concerns from the from the room? All right. All right. Well, time to go to the dope show. Dope show. Dope show.